0: Hey, everyone, it's a new year, and if you haven't made a resolution yet, then take my advice, skip the exercise, and instead commit to change your sportsbook over to mybookie. Sign up now using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN MyBookie will meet you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll. That's right. You put in $200, you'll get an extra $100 to play with. Treat yourself to some extra cash in your pocket this holiday season. Support degeneracy at the same time with promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. It's not just winter season, it is winning season. So bet, win, and get paid with MyBookie.
3: Absolute sports betting degeneracy.
4: Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Saturday, which means we are talking i'm sad to say week 17 of the national football
0: league max it flew by so fucking fast like i can't believe it's week 17 already it it just feels like yesterday that we're kicking off the nfl season and wondering if we're going to get through it and the the nfl doing the best they can to screw over the Steelers in those early weeks by (laughs) pushing their games and, (laughs) and making them play on fucking tuesday nights or wednesday nights or whatever but here it is we got through the nfl regular season uh after after this week and we got playoffs it's it's crazy uh but yeah always bittersweet i love talking the nfl i love talking every single game every single line every single total and this would be the last time we do it uh this season but uh well let's go out with a bang that's true panther what's going on man
1: uh, You know, yesterday was just, just so many different things. Uh, you know, we, we, we talked about money management. Uh, I'm the worst example of that, but my, my Portland play hit. And then timing. I don't know if we ever talk about timing, good timing, bad timing. So I get to my casino, I get to the hotel and check in slightly later, miss the kickoff of the Notre Dame-Alabama game, which is great timing because I wasn't able to bet Alabama who <laughs> ended up not covering because they decided to let You know, once again, let Notre Dame look closer than the game ever was. So, bad timing was good timing because I didn't lose any money on that game.
5: Well, there you go. What's going on, Rich? I have to go off to some NBA teams and give them some shooting clinics. For the second night in a row, I had a team score like seven points during the uh, what would amount to a full period. So, hopefully, today uh, the NFL teams will all score without taking the foot off the gas.
4: Oh, yeah. That, I'm sure that week 17, you can bank of that happening. <laughs> I'm sure it will happen, especially in Pittsburgh and Cleveland game. Yeah, no doubt. <sighs> All right, I'm stretching. I'm getting ready. Get, getting loosened up because this is, yeah, no, no Monday night games, no no, no uh, Thursday night games. This is everybody on deck. So let's get to it. First up, we've got Washington, Philadelphia. Uh, This is an interesting one. Philadelphia opened up minus one. They are now plus three, and you're looking at a total of 43 and a half, Max. I don't know how that ends
0: up being the first game, uh, since it's I now know, but the I mean, it's flex fucking, game, right? It's the last game. Yeah, it's fucking ve- the evening. Fucking Vegas. Yeah. I, well, listen, I th- it originally wasn't uh, the Sunday night game. Right. Like it was, it was probably one of the first games that was supposed to be played, but they moved it because of the implications of, of the game, right? Because in order to avoid an anticlimactic end for the quest for the shitty NFC East crown, because if Washington wins, that's it, they're in. So they push the Washington game to Sunday night. Uh, hopefully uh, then if, if Washington loses, then the winner of the giant Cowboys gets into the playoffs. Uh, Alex Smith could get the start today. For Washington, as of now, he still lists as questionable. We're recording this show uh, Saturday morning. So Saturday at some point, we, we should find out about Alex Smith. I I, I expect him to force, him way, force his way into the lineup. I don't think he's going to miss this game. And he's got to hope that he doesn't have to do too much. He's going to try to lean on the running game. And, and more importantly, he's going to try to lean on that Washington defense. Uh, Eagles offensive line has been banged up all year. I think the Washington pass rush is going to have a fun day <laughs> this week. But I think the Eagles play spoiler. I think they prevent the feel good story about Alex Smith from continuing this season. Uh, when we get into my pick for the Dallas and Giants game, that's your NFC uh, East winner right there, I think. Um, so for the two teams playing in this game, the Eagles and, and the Washington football collective, well, you know, listen, there's always next season to be mediocre and make the playoffs. So I will lean the Eagles here. And your total? Uh, yeah, I was about to get to that. Oh, uh, I'm leaning the under. I've got this at 42. Eagles 23. Washington 19.
1: All right. Yeah, this is a tough one for me to bet because I'm. I would only bet it if Alex Smith is playing. I uh, maybe Jalen Hurts is playing to keep the starting job. Um, going into next year. Who knows what the Eagles are going to do with Carson Wentz. The, the, the Eagles have been such a disappointment. The team's been banged up on both sides of the ball the entire year. Uh, I don't know if they, they care if they play spoiler or not. Um, I think they're just ready to hit the off season. But w- Washington... Uh, Look, with Alex Smith, I think the feel-good story continues. So I expect him to play. I think everything will matter, obviously, with with this game uh, being flexed to Sunday Night Football. Um, I'm going to lean the Potato Skins, and pretty much all of their games go under. 20 points is probably enough to win this game, so I'll lean the under as well.
5: Yeah, I think Washington probably has the edge in this game. But I do expect it to be close because their offense is limited. I know that Alex Smith is, you know, probably makes them a little bit less limited or at least more efficient. They're probably going to celebrate that Dwayne Haskins isn't even on the team anymore. So that'll give them reason to go out and play aggressively. I think Washington wins, but the Eagles cover. And I do think it'll be a low-scoring game. So I'm going to lean – the eagles and i'm going to lean the under lean the eagles and lean the under got it in
4: uh yeah this is a tough game Mm, mm, mm. Ah. i think it's actually going to go over so that was i'm i feel a little bit more confident about that um oh fuck it i'll bet the over i'm doing small bets week 17 equals small small bets and i encourage you to do the same out there i'm gonna lean philadelphia in the spread here Ooh. Fun game, though. I'm excited for it. I mean, you know, sure, sure the Redskins lose every primetime game there, or Washington loses every primetime game they're in, but, you know, it could be fun. Next up, we got Jacksonville going to Indianapolis. You're looking at Colts minus 14 with a total of 49 and a half.
0: Yeah, there's a lot riding on this game for the Colts. Absolutely nothing riding on it for Jacksonville. Indianapolis needs to win here to have a shot at the playoffs, possibly winning the AFC South should the Titans lose the jaguars uh, they have the number one pick already locked up so if they wanted to try to play spoiler they could uh colt's offensive line uh is banged up and as bad as the jags defense is they still can put pressure on a a quarterback particularly a quarterback that isn't quite as mobile as he ever was and he possibly never was actually mobile and he's starting to get these overtures from networks to join their broadcast staff next season so Mm -hmm. i don't know where philip rivers head is at he's going to want to try to make the playoffs but in the same sense he's also going to want to try not to get paralyzed uh i think indy probably wins this one i think they should cover uh, colts are good against the uh rush and jaguars best running back is out this week it's too much chalk for me to bet so i'm going to lean indy here and i'm also going to lean the under i have this at 48 points colts 32 jaguars 16.
1: Uh, Colts have to win this. They have to win this and they have to blow them out because right now they already get the asterisk for being Jacksonville's lone win. (laughs) <laughs> uh, first, first game of the season. <laughs> like, th- 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 I don't know if you believe in revenge factors here, but I gotta believe the Colts want this one to avenge a little Week One. You know that that goes into the whole play of uh, no preseason, no warm. We had a new quarterback. They really didn't get a chance to uh, get things going. They, the, the offense for the Colts has looked so much better as the the season got better so, or I went longer. But I think the uh, Colts do take care of business. You no know James Robinson is a huge factor for jacksonville um i you know i I was gonna lean it i'll bet it i will bet the colts what's the total here uh what did i say shit Uh, uh 49 and a half 49 and a half uh i think we'll go under that well i'll lean you under
5: I'm looking at this game in every single way. Indianapolis has the edge, but 14 points is too many for me. These games, uh, as you saw earlier in the year, can be close from time to time. Uh, I'm going to lean Jacksonville. I mean, you're the Jacksonville whisperer, Arch. So whatever you do, I'm going to follow. But, uh, four and wins, then, Rich. Four wins. That's I'm really good at that. Well, what have you bet him five times, and then I'm going to uh, also I'm going to lean the over in this game. It's going to be a lot of leaning for me because this week is kind of a tough week with some teams playing and some not. Yeah, 14 is too many points. I, I agree. I'm going to
4: lean Jacksonville here. <sighs> Honest to God, it's it looks to be a, an absolute blowout though. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they win by what 21. It's kind of what I'm looking at here, but it's it's just too many points. I don't like. Uh, spreads that big it's not the catnip it is to panther to me so yeah uh, i'm just gonna lean jacksonville and i like the under here i'm gonna lean the under in this one mm. next up who hoo, hoo, hoo. max's game this is it we're circling. Sur- this is the max bowl green bay is going to chicago the not frauds open up minus six and they are minus four and a half now with a total of 50.
0: yeah man if, if the washington game wasn't flexed i think there's probably would have been the Sunday night game bears have a chance of going nine and seven possibly making the playoffs and even more importantly, giving me the win on my season bet total on them. Packers have a chance, probably the best chance of getting the number one seed in the NFC Uh, green Bay dealing with a major injury though. They're mourning the devastating injury to uh, David, Bakhtiari I'll say his name is Uh, I can't pronounce it but anyway he's the offensive lineman one of the most important offensive linemen for that Green Bay team and uh, I know Aaron Rodgers was absolutely gutted by that injury and it could have some devastating consequences this week in particular against the Bears who actually have a pass rush unlike the Raiders who do not have a pass rush I'm just going to throw that out there Uh, Bears offense has been humming since Mitch Trubisky has taken over, and uh, that that, that was because our own Rich, Richie Rich, got out there and said, start Mitch Trubisky, Bears. I live in Chicago. I don't root for you, but if you start him, they will win, and that's exactly what they did, and now they're winning. But man, Aaron Rodgers is a bad fucking dude, right? No matter what, he wants to win this game. Defense or not, he's going to get the win. But they ain't gonna cover. I'm gonna bet the Bears here. I think they oh. keep it close. I'm also gonna lean the over here. I got Packers winning this game 31 to 27. Uh so I mean they they will win, but they're not covering this one. This is four, three, three-point game. It's it's right there. So yeah, I love the Bears betting them. And hopefully I make double the money. Hopefully I get my over as well.
1: When when were you ever thought you would hear somebody say, like in the last three weeks, the Bears are averaging 37 points per game on offense. Just, just, just mind-boggling. And, you know, the thing is we keep the, the same conundrum of the Bears don't have any weapons. But, man, somehow Trubisky in this offense, they finally found a running game. Allen Robinson has looked like an all-star. Um, the, the Bears are just clicking. Uh, Packers have been doing what they've been doing all season. They're good for 35 points every single game, except Tampa Bay but uh, you know I think this is going to be a shootout never thought I'd ever say that with the Bears but I think the Packers win Um, and you're going to lose that well you're going to push your uh, win total there but I agree with Max that I think the Bears keep it close. So I'm going to lean the Bears plus those points. Um, the total, I mean, this thing, I think this thing goes way over. I mean, think this should be probably the highest total on the board. It's probably not, but man, the way the Bears are playing and the Packer defense is not fantastic. I think this goes over. So I'll lean me over on the total as well.
5: Aaron Rodgers always beats the Bears that's that happens pretty regularly and that's something around here that everybody's a little salty about I think Green Bay this is a game they have to win it's a game I think that they want to get out in front and kind of put away so they get home field advantage I think Green Bay wins and covers but I'm not gonna bet them I'm just gonna lean them and I I agree with you guys I think the game is going to go over but not by enough for me to bet, so I'm just going to lean the over. Going to lean the over. Okay, gotcha. Another tough game. It, it, it's really interesting that you
4: know, the lines move the way it has. I, <laughs> I guess the money must be coming in on Chicago. I got to lean that way too. I, I don't have enough faith in the Bears to bet them, but I'm definitely, definitely thinking they could probably keep it within that four and a half. A lot of, a lot, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of stake here. I'm not so sure the over is a slam dunk here. I'm leaning the under in this one. I expect this to be a much tighter game. And yeah, well, I, I think the defenses actually might show up, might, might appear mystically on the field. All right. Next up, oops, we got Dallas and the Giants. Rich's beloved Cowboys opened up minus one. They're minus one and a half, one or two. Just tell me what you need. Giants are, or excuse me, the total is 44 and a half.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I, I, we already covered the Washington game, so uh, I, I think Washington's going to lose that one. So, really, the winner of this game becomes the NFC East winner. Uh, Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, you already you already hit that with, yeah. with, with Philly losing last week. The way these two teams have been playing lately, though, it seems like Dallas has, has absolutely the best shot of making the playoffs here. Giants offense has not looked right since Daniel Jones' injury a few weeks back. Dallas' defense has stepped up. Big time the past month, especially with the turnovers. And you're talking about turnovers, right? What is Daniel Jones known for? Turnovers. Uh, Wayne Gallman should be able to move the ball on the ground against Dallas. But I think that pass rush is just going to cause some fumbles, uh, cause some interceptions, just create chaos for for that Giants uh, offensive line that was clicking for a good portion of the season and just kind of unraveled like it was earlier in the season. So here you are, your NFC East champion, Dallas Cowboys, who I am going to bet to win this game and cover on the road. And I will also lean the over here. I got the Cowboys winning this one 34-14 to 14 for a total of 48 points.
1: Uh, yeah, we all picked Dallas, right? When the season started, <laughs> I think I had them down for about 10 wins. They're going to fall miserably short of that, but, uh, look, they've, the momentum's all on their side. They've been playing so much better. Um, you know, I mean, it wasn't like there was a very high floor for them. They, they, sucked for vast majority of the season, but the offense is playing better. The defense is playing better. They're going the right direction. As Max said, the giants are going the wrong direction. That injury, whatever happened to Daniel Jones is is clearly lingering, giving him problems um, whether it's a decision-making or just ability to run the ball. Surprisingly, he actually is a pretty active runner for that team. Um, But yeah, Dallas got to the the Niners. Um, I don't think the giant defense will make much impact here so i i like i don't think they win the division because i bet washington or leaned washington i guess but i do think dallas is the play here so i will bet those cowboys um and i'm going to lean the under the giants they just don't score a lot of points and i think dallas as good as their offense has been probably comes back to earth a little bit this week so i'm going to lean the under
5: well, the Cowboys, even though they've won three in a row, and it looks like their offense is getting better, it's really, minus the Philadelphia game, it's really not done so well. Against San Francisco, they only had 291 total yards. Against Cincinnati, they only had 272 total yards. I guess maybe some turnovers and short fields added to that, but it's not really been a juggernaut of an offense, <laughs> to say the least. Their defense has improved. I've been a Cowboys fan too long to know to bet them in the last game of the season on the road with the playoffs on the line. It's not been a recipe for success (laughs) for the Cowboys. I'm going to lean the Cowboys, but I do think this game does have a chance to score some points. I think both teams are likely to turn it over. When they play against each other, there tends to be points scored. So I will bet the over in this spot. Mm, Okay yeah i'm leaning
4: dallas too i almost bet him but i <laughs> i had a feeling that you know rich is probably right that you don't want to when the chips are down when you absolutely have to win i don't know if i want the cowboys <laughs> having my money uh i think this goes over too i'm i'm, I'm betting the over and i am thinking that dallas is going to win 85 to 84 and that gives dallas the worst defense in the history of the nfl by points allowed so there it is it's all going to line up right there bet the over all right pittsburgh and cleveland next up open up cleveland minus six and a half they're minus nine minus even ten and a half Jeez, 42 is your total.
0: cleveland sorry uh no problem yeah uh cleveland's playoff hopes are pinned to this game uh they're going to get a bit of a reprieve as Steelers going to rest pretty much every single starter that they have also means we get to see a rematch uh, against mason rudolph (laughs) A year oh, after chaos broke shit. out because because Rudolph allegedly said some nasty things to Miles Garrett. So we get to see uh, that part two of that. Uh, Cleveland is dealing still with COVID issues. I think I, I checked their injury report. There's 10 players listed as either out or questionable for this game. I think mm-hmm. a lot of those should be able to play by tomorrow. I think five of those questionable should be active but that's that's a lot of uncertainty the facility has been on you know open closed open closed so um just been a a crazy couple weeks for for the browns uh question marks over baker mayfield which just seems insane just about a month ago is like oh this guy's the greatest thing since sliced bread and now you got browns fans saying you know don't don't give him the fifth year option So that's 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 how fickle the Browns fans are right now. But if they don't make the playoffs, I mean, you kind of have to argue that they shit away a, a great chance at making the playoffs this year. That's it. I do think they make the playoffs. I think they get the win. I think the Steelers, they just want the rest. They don't care uh, about, you know, playoff positioning at all. Uh, the line's just too much for me. I think Cleveland does get the win. I can't, I can't bet them to cover this. Uh, I'll lean Pittsburgh here. I, I have uh, Browns winning this one 27 to 22. So that is a total of 49 points. Uh, not going to bet the over. I'll, I'll lean the over there, but I have it going over. By about you know what six seven points there, so uh, what's man, the hesitation? I'm, I'm, what's what's the hesitation? It's the money. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the sharp the, like it's it's one so one sided. The sharps are so on the under, and the public is so on the over. Uh, that uh, you know, I I hate being on the side of the public. <laughs>
1: Uh, I think the Sharps might be getting this one right, because if if we remember talking about Pittsburgh last year and every time Mason Rudolph took the field, it was never a positive conversation. I I think the Steelers are really going to struggle to score on the defensive side of the ball. They've already said TJ Watt isn't going to play. So there's definitely an opportunity here for Cleveland to, you know, explode, score, put up some points, but uh, look, if you remember, Cleveland, within that division, they have really struggled. Baltimore whacked them beginning of the year. Uh, Pittsburgh whacked them at the beginning of the year. I, uh, Cleveland really needs this. Baker Mayfield needs this. But the Browns fans have to remember, they're three years removed from 0-16. So I wouldn't be jumping on Baker Mayfield shit here. Um, I think he's earned the right to be their quarterback. He's had some more better games than bad games this season he's still learning he's matured he's not as much of a a clown Uh, I think he's the leader of that team so I do like the Browns for the win but I think I'm going to be leaning the Steelers with those points and I agree with the Sharps I think this is an underplay I think the Steeler defense still shows up and the Browns will find scoring a little bit more difficult so I like the under here
5: I, what do you do with this game? Pittsburgh's going to arrest everybody. The NFL told Cleveland, "So what if you have COVID issues? <laughs> we can't afford to, to to delay another game. So you're going to play with whatever you have on the field." The Denver Broncos. Yeah, I, and and I just don't know what you do with this game because I do think Cleveland's going to win. Ten's probably too many, so I'm going to lean Pittsburgh, and and I think that. Both teams probably – I mean, Pittsburgh can't move the ball that much with Big Ben, and we saw what Mason Rudolph could do last year, which is not much. So I think the game probably goes under, so I'll lean the under. But to me, this is just the game you stay away from. Too many unknowns. Yeah, it's probably good advice. I'm going to bet Pittsburgh plus the nine. I think – yeah,
4: I think the nine's too many. I, even with Mason Rudolph as quarterback, I think nine is just too goddamn many. I'm betting Pittsburgh. I, yeah, Pittsburgh still doesn't like Cleveland. (laughs) So I think there is a little, at least, you know, uh, uh, attitude there. And I'm going to lean the under here. All right. If Mason's not playing well, we're going to see Duck. Is he going to, they're going to bring out the Duck? I don't even know if he's on the roster. Oh man, that's too bad. Tennessee, Houston, next up. Titans minus seven and a half with a total of 56 and a half.
0: To get the 2,000 yards, Derrick Henry is going to need to rush for 223, which is absolutely a possibility against, <laughs> against the Texans this week. <laughs> but the the most important thing is winning and making the playoffs. So they're going to run Derrick Henry as they need to run him. Uh, they're not going to try for a personal milestone. If he runs for 250 yards, it's because they needed him to run for 250 yards to win the game. A loss by the Texans will hand the number four pick in the draft possibly the number three pick if the falcons end up winning over to the dolphins that was bill o'brien's parting present so there you go houston so i think there's no motivation for the texans to lose this one on purpose in fact i think they're going to be out for blood they want to try to prevent the titans from making the playoffs this is going to be all for naught. Uh the the Titans are going to have a big game this week. I think Henry's going to run all over them. I think Tannehill's going to throw some deep bombs on a Houston defense that just doesn't seem like they're even trying anymore. Uh it's just a, a, it's 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 out of my comfort zone here. I do I do have the Titans winning this one 32 to 23 but I I can't quite bet them. I'm going to lean Tennessee here and uh, 56 and a half, Mm -hmm. I believe the total. Mm -hmm. I I have to lean the under because I'm I'm at 55 with with my total here. So it's it's a lean on Tennessee and a lean on the under.
1: I tend to think they probably do scheme their their game plan to get Derrick Henry his two and a quarter. Um, There's no reason not to. Houston hasn't stopped the run all season long um you know jj watt came out after that loss last week to the Bengals, and you know challenged everybody on the team if you don't want to be here the fans paid hard m- money and to support us and blah 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 but the the, the talent disparity here and look houston's gonna go into go into full rebuild um hell brandon cooks came out the other day and said he won't accept a trade if, if you think i'm just an asset and i'll go anywhere i'm you're not trading me because I'm not. I'm declining any trade or refusing to go. So uh, a lot of question marks going on in Houston. Um, I think this is going to be a, a rebuild for them. Tennessee's gearing up for their playoff run. Tannehill's just had an, an incredible year. Um, Derrick Henry's had a great season. So I think Tennessee takes care of business here. Can I get seven or do I have to give up that hook? Uh,
4: I can't find seven. I, I, every place I've got an account, it's seven and a half.
1: God, damn it. I'll bet them anyway. I think Tennessee takes care of business. I'll bet Tennessee. Um, and I think this game probably goes over Tennessee's defense has not been formidable really at all. So I think uh, Deshaun Watson could have a pretty good day. Um, they'll put up at least their fair share of points. So something along the lines of 35 to 25, maybe will get you to 60. So I, I, I lean me over there.
5: Yeah, I think Tennessee probably wins this game and, and, and wins going away. I think the Texans have kind of wrapped it up. And, and Cincinnati went down there and, and put a bunch of points on them with the backup quarterback. And I, I, I do think – I have it Houston covering on my Magic XL, but I think Tennessee has to win to get in. So matchup, make fights. I'm going to bet the Tennessee <laughs> Titans here and lay the seven and a half – 56 is a tall number. I do think the game probably goes over, but I'll just lean it because a couple field goals, red zone turnover, and the next thing you know you're under. So I'll I'll lean the over. All right. Yeah, I'm going to lean
4: the over here as well. That out of the way. And uh, I'm going to lean Houston. Seven and a half is just a touch too high. So I think Houston can keep it within a touchdown if they're playing inspired. (laughs) If they're not, it can go sideways quick, which is why I'm not going to bet them. Just going to lean Houston plus the points. All right. Next up, we've got New Orleans and Carolina. Saints opened up minus four. They're minus seven most places, but Bet365 still has it at six. And you're looking at a total that's going down, 47.
0: Kind of a whirlwind of a week for Alvin Kamara. He's coming off that six touchdown Christmas Day game. Good uh, Feel good story. A lot of fantasy owners. Who had Kamara uh, and ended up winning their championship, uh, donated a bunch of money to Kamara's charity, and then finds out that he was fined for you know uh, wearing bad cleats during the uh, during that game, and then you find out he's got COVID, <laughs> so now he's out. I mean, up and down week for Mr. Kamara. So without him, I think the, uh, the Saints are going to rely a bit more on Drew Brees in the passing game, or maybe they're just going to rely on their defense to put up the points this week, uh, facing a very depleted O-line uh, in in Carolina. you get, you got to figure Bridgewater, I guess, is somewhat motivated to take it to his former team, uh, prevent New Orleans from getting the number 1 seed, also demonstrating that he should be the quarterback in Carolina and that they should not draft a QB in the draft next year. None of that's going to happen though. The Saints are going to win this one. I think they still cover this one. I'm not confident enough to bet it, so I have the Saints winning 30 to 22. So there's a little wiggle room there if you want it. Um, so they, they should cover this. I'll, I'll lean New Orleans here, and I'll lean the over with. Uh, I got this at 52.
1: You know, with this thing opening at four, that just seems suspiciously low to me. You know, I'm, I'm going to guess the public and the money are just heavy on the Saints, and that's why it's, it's moved. But um, no Kamara means New Orleans is going to be more of a traditional offense, just run Latavius Murray and Breeze throw the ball. But um, no Michael Thomas still out for the year. Uh, I, I don't like this Saints offense. They've been fairly limited all season long. Their best player now is out um and the and the spread got bigger so i i think i like there's nothing for them to play for but i do think i agree with max that bridgewater at least is playing for a job to you know keep that starting gig because look if he ain't got that starting gig he's probably a backup somewhere else i don't think he's starting anywhere else so bridgewater could air it out today Uh, i'll lean the panthers plus those points uh, and I think the total is under big New Orleans defense is, is pretty solid. And, but their offense, I don't trust that offense today. Uh, so I'm going to lean the under there as well.
5: They're not getting to play against Dwayne Haskins this week. And I know that minus Kamara, that's a big play player and Michael Thomas being out, but I still think Latavius Murray and not enough credit gets uh, attributed to the new Orleans offensive line when they struggled Peyton went out and made some deals to go ahead and and make that line, the trenches, much better. They got a pretty solid front 7 2 on defense. I I think Carolina's offense is going to struggle. New Orleans still does have something to play for. They can maybe backdoor their way into the first round uh, by. So I'm going to lean New Orleans to win here. And I think that the game probably goes over. So I am going to, yeah, I'm going to bet the over on this game.
4: Uh, yeah, it, seven, seven seems like a touch too many points right here. I'm going to lean the Panthers here in this one, plus the seven. Um, and the total in this one, it's right on the line. I'm going to just ever so slightly lean the over here. There we go. Next up, we've got the Jets and the Patriots. Patriots minus three. I don't even know who's starting in this one <laughs> from the total of 39 and a half. I bet Pats fans are going to see their backup quarterback play.
0: I mean, what can I say about this one? Other than other than it looks like the Jets are probably going to end their season on a three-game winning streak. Red hot! There, there there, might be a pride factor here for Bill Belichick, but he seems like a smart man to me. And he's got to say, fuck pride. Because winning the game does nothing for New England, but loses some draft spots, right? So I, I'd say... Bill's going to take some defensive players out. You're probably going to see Stidham starting. It's a completely meaningless game for them. Uh, I, I know he doesn't want to lose to the Jets uh, at home in Foxborough, but he's he's seeing the forest for the trees here, right? Uh, for the Jets, they already have the second pick locked up. They they need to make the decision about moving on from Sam Darnold or use the number two pick to build around him, possibly trading to a team who's itching for a rookie quarterback i do not see the jets trading with 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 new england though i, I don't <laughs> I, I don't see them trading with new england new england drafting the quarterback that's going to make their lives miserable for another 20 years i don't see that happening adam Gase though he's going to be motivated i think to, to end his jets coaching tenure on a high note use that win streak as an argument to con his way into an offensive coordinator job somewhere so uh i was close to money lining this one i i, I think you know new york is is Probably going to win this one, but I'll take them with the points. So, yeah, I'm going to bet the fucking Jets on the road in Foxborough not to lose by more than three points. So God help me. Uh, I'm going to also lean the under on this one. I got the Jets winning this. This is going to be a great game, guys. 18 to 14, total of 32 <laughs> points. Enjoy this
1: one. <laughs> Oh, God. This is like old school SEC football. It could be a field goal fest. Um, yeah, Adam Gase, man. Look, he's maybe just trying to save his job altogether, right? Saying all the right things and whatever, but his ass is gone. They, they, they He really failed again, right? Because they kept him. For sure, he could go 0-16. He even fucked that up. So, yeah, Adam Gase is, is gone. Um, the, the Jets players, you know, we had kind of talked about before where they had, they had put up some points and some losses before that they probably could have been a five-win team that had other things gone their way. But uh, you got players out there who are playing for their jobs. They know this is a, a rebuild project. Probably the same thing in New England. Uh, they, they've got players who probably want to be there. Um, so even though the, the coaches – I have nothing to play for. Management probably both wants these teams to lose. Um, the players are going to go out there and probably give everything they can just because they're playing for their jobs, whether it's with their respective teams or going somewhere else. So I, I do think this will be a battle with the players that are on the field. I just don't like any of the players on the field. I agree with Max. This is probably a money line play. Uh, I, I like the Jets with the points. God forbid we're going to bet this fucking game of all the games. Um, but I, I'm going to lean the Jets with those points, and this is an underplay. If if either one of them gets over 20, they'll probably win, so that's what I got.
5: I really can't see Belichick saying, you know what, we're going to lose this. I know that he's a smart guy in the draft picks and all that sort of stuff, but he's not really been the king of the draft to begin with. And I do expect that you're going to see Cam Newton play. You know, they're asking him about um, Cam's what he's going to be with the team next year or not. And they said he's done everything just perfectly in the locker room. So I think they're going to give Cam one more chance. I, I could be wrong. Could be Stidham. <laughs> well, which then means they could actually score some points. You know, as bad as the Cowboys defense has been all year, that Patriots offense the last few games has been pretty pretty bad on that, on that side. 201 total yards offense, 303, 220, 291, 179. That's some stellar work right there. The jets are the jets i think that the hoodie still wins this one i'm gonna lean the patriots and uh, i do think that the under looks so obvious in this game that i'm going to lean the over gotcha yeah well i mean if stidham it marches out on the field you
4: got to think the belichick's tanking the game right i mean this just i don't know how else to read that uh so i'm gonna lean the pats here i I just can't. I can't do it. I can't think that I live in a world where New England doesn't just beat the shit out of the Jets. This is craziness. 2020 has been insane. I'm going to lean the over here as well because, like I said, if Stidham touches the field, there's some pick sixes coming coming our way. So I think it might go over. Whew, boy, we're halfway point, Max. It's time to take a break and make some bets. Where are we going?
0: Hey, let's head over to MyBookie because it's a new year and it's time to make a resolution to switch your sports book. Skip the exercise. Skip all those other resolutions. Head over to MyBookie now. Sign up now using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. MyBookie's going to meet you halfway to give you a head start on building your bankroll for 2021. That's right. Put in $200, get an extra $100 to play with. Treat yourself to some extra cash in your pockets to start off the new year. Support degeneracy at the same time. That is promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. It's not just winter season. It is winning season so bet win and get paid it's week 17 right before the playoffs the last chance to make regular season money with my bookie guess who's back back again my bookie's back tell a friend that's right dj proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love i still use my bookie to this date and you should too why
4: Minnesota going to Detroit. Uh, Pinnacle's got it off the board. It looks like it's just kind of trickled into all the other books, but uh, Minnesota minus six and a half is what we're looking at with a total of 54.
0: Matt Stafford's dealing with an ankle is- issue, so you have to wonder if the Lions are going to trot him out anyway because possibly this could be his last game in Detroit. Stafford, Stafford is definitely not to blame for the woes of this franchise, but his contract does not help at all. I think the Lions need to do a full reboot. Trading Stafford could be a way to get some cap space, get some assets to start all over. For Minnesota, I guess the motivation is saving some face, possibly saving some coaching jobs. Ending seven and nine sounds a lot better than six and 10. Trust me, as a Rams fan who went through the Jeff Fisher era, I know a lot about seven and nine seasons. All right. Not too terrible. Right. But yeah, I I I expect the Vikings to come out and win this one. Probably cover. I do have them winning twenty-eight to twenty-one. So that is a seven point win. So I will uh I'll lean Minnesota. This is not a bettable game. And at twenty-eight-21, that's a total of forty-nine. So I will also lean the under in this one.
1: It is a dangerous game because you don't know. Minnesota's not playing for anything. I, I don't even know. If they'll put all their starters out there, uh, what, what they'll do. There's no point in risking injury with guys who will be back next year. Um, but Detroit has played such uninspired football for the last month. I don't know how anybody with a touchdown or, hell, even two touchdowns, you could touch the Lions. Um, there's a pretty big talent disparity if all things were equal. Minnesota is one of the better – I mean, probably one of the best playoff – best team not to make the playoffs to be honest Uh, they just got off to such a bad start and they could never recover and then that loss to dallas really kind of ended their season but i'm assuming the vikings are going to put their starters out there um which i would like them for the win so but I, i just don't know there's nothing to play for here so i'll lean the vikings what was the total arch 54 this game the total am i muted Oh, no, well you kind of cut out 54? Yes. Oh, that seems kind of high. I, I'll lean you under there.
5: I don't see Kirk Cousins as the kind of guy that's not going to go out. And, you know, he's going to do the how do you like me now after they win this last game. <laughs> uh, this Minnesota has beaten Detroit by more than seven, I don't know, one, two, three, four, five times, six times in a row. So and Detroit, since firing Patricia, has been really bad <laughs> Their defense has been horrible. They've given up at least thirty and over forty a couple times. So, I, I think that Detroit's not playing inspired football. If Stafford plays, it will be his last game. I think in Detroit, there's a lot of talk that they're going to trade him to New England. Uh, so, I wouldn't be surprised to see him in New England next year. I don't quite sure why he'd want to do that, considering their wide receiving core. But they do have a good young running back there in Damian Harris. So. I'm going to bet Minnesota. I think they're going to come out and, you know, just try to stop the stat books. And I do think the game goes over, but I'm not so confident Detroit's going to do their part, so I'll just lean the over. Gotcha. Man, it's – Excel
4: here is telling me to bet Detroit plus a 6.5. I'm not falling for that again. I'm not falling for it again. I'm going to lean Minnesota here. Jesus. Betting Detroit this has just never worked for me since we started this fucking podcast under, under, leaning the under here as well. All right, next up, we've got Atlanta and Tampa Bay. Uh, Tampa Bay opened at minus four and a half. They're minus six and a half now pretty much everywhere and with a total of 50 and a half.
0: Uh, Bucks don't plan to rest this week. In fact, ending the season on a four-game winning streak is a good way to enter the playoffs, uh, become one of the more hotter teams entering the playoffs. And even better, they have a, a shot at getting the top wildcard seed, meaning a matchup against the NFC East winner. So I think Tampa is going to come out strong today. For the Falcons, they currently have the third draft pick. And I think they would like to keep it. Because as I mentioned, a win this week and a loss by the Texans would then give Miami the third pick instead. So you have to think Atlanta will more than likely pull some of their starters at this point, get some uh, game time for younger players who need some game time evaluation. Uh, This is another one where where the quarterback is in question here of, of whether we're seeing the last time Matt Ryan playing. For the Falcons. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to bet Tampa Bay here. I think they win this one. I think they cover this one. I have them winning 33 to 22 for a total of 55. So I'll also lean the over. But yeah, this, this is a solid bet on the Bucks to just come out and just show what they got.
1: You know, the Bucks have been dealing with this thing all season where they, they didn't have their preseason. They bought all these players in this melting pot of pro bowlers, and it's just taken them a long time to gel. And they've done very, very well the last few weeks against non-playoff teams. Um, but they, you know, and Atlanta's clearly not a playoff team, but all of their losses, they've lost four in a row, and all of them have been within seven points. So, um uh, that's if everything is equal. All things aren't equal. I do think Atlanta probably rest their starters. You, if you're going to trade Matt Ryan or whatever happened to Matt Ryan, you certainly can't have him injured. Same with Julio Jones. Same with Todd Gurley. Um, so I, I can see the Falcons just kind of laying down. And to Max's point, you know, the Buccaneers are playing for something, not only that top you know, spot, but who you get to play, whether it's Dallas, the giants or the potato skins, you got to like the bucks chances in that game next week. So I agree. This is a bettable game. I'm going to bet the bucks, but I like the under here. I think their defense shows up. Atlanta's offense is kind of, you know, they've kind of had a mediocre uh, ceiling. So if they even get to their 20 or 24 points, it would be a miracle. I don't think they do. So I like the under here.
5: Well, I think the biggest thing out of this game is going to be the coach for Atlanta. He's interviewing for the head coaching job. I do think that his team will have to play inspired if they want him to be the coach. If the players don't want him to be the coach, then they'll probably lay down. Uh Tampa Bay is playing for that top wild card spot. Be careful what you wish for, because you just might get it <laughs> against those Dallas Cowboys, baby, down in the big D. Um i and the Cowboys have a decent pass defense, so you never know uh I think Tampa Bay wins this game, probably covers, but at times they've struggled to score so i'm I'm gonna lean Tampa Bay, and I'm going to lean the under in this game. you're gonna lean Tampa Bay and lean the under, gotcha
4: all right, uh man, you know which Atlanta shows up I mean. The Atlanta we usually see are the one that actually stood toe-to-toe with Kansas City all week last week. It's that's a it's a question of my mind. I'm gonna lean Atlanta here. Cause that was a that defensive plan they had against the Chiefs was pretty pretty good. They were all they were uh, Chiefs were out of rhythm the whole game. And I'm gonna lean the under in this one as well. All right, next up, we've got Baltimore and Cincinnati. Ravens opened up minus minus eleven and a half. and Now they're minus 13 and a half with a total of 44. I don't even know how that's possible. 13 and a half, 44.
0: Uh, Bengals maneuver themselves out of a top three pick in the draft by winning the past few weeks. I see no reason for them to wa- wave the white flag this week. Uh, Cincinnati's going to aim to play spoiler, prevent the division rival from making the playoffs. Whether they can actually do that and win the game is a totally different story, but they're going to try at least. Lamar Jackson is 92 yards away from rushing for 1,000 yards again, and I think he should be able to do it against the Bengals this week. Ravens' win puts them into the playoffs, and they should get there. I just don't think they cover here. So I'm going to bet the Bengals. I'm going to take those points. I think the Bengals can keep it within 13. I have them losing by 9. Yeah, 30-21 to 21 for a total of 51 points. So I'll also lean the over here.
1: This is another situation where a, a team who I really don't think that highly of, being Baltimore, um, has been really good, though, against bad teams. Despite the two wins by the Bengals, they're still a bad team. Um, win or lose doesn't matter. They're going to get the first offensive lineman off the board in the draft. So I don't think you know nobody's encouraging them to lose. they played surprisingly pretty insane inspired football the last couple weeks. Giovanni Bernard um, finally got off the schneid, and he's he's been running the ball really well the last two weeks. But the Ravens, you know, the Lamar Jackson factor, a, a lot of teams just can't account for him. And I think the Bengals will struggle to do so as well. The Ravens have something to play for, seeding, playoffs, all that. So um, I think the Ravens come out and take care of business. I don't think this one's close at all, but I'm not going to bet it because oh. it's the fucking Bengals, man. I'm, I'm going to lean the Ravens.
4: I'd already typed you in for the bet, double-digit road favorite. I'd already put a bet in
1: for I you. I know, didn't. like chalk, chalk Panther, right? Yeah. No, just, it's it's a lean on the um, it's a lean on the Ravens and it's a lean on the over because I think the Bengals probably can get a, a few points, but they're still going to lose by two touchdowns.
5: What's the first half total? I mean, uh, first half line. I think the Ravens are going to come out and just stick it to them and try to get up so that then they can rest their players in the second half of the game. Six. Six. I I think they're going to win by more than six. I I think for the overall game, I think that uh, it's probably going to be pretty close. I can see the the, uh, Ravens being up 20 and then a backdoor cover by Cincinnati. I mean, I can really see that playing out uh, as all the – Ravens starters are on the bench, but I think that first half they're going to come out and they're going to try to whoop some ass so that they can rest. So I'm going to bet the first half and lay the six for, for Baltimore. Can I, can I do that? Yeah, sure. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. And then I think, I think the game probably goes over on that backdoor cover, but I'm just going to lean you over. All right. No, I
4: gotta, I gotta jump on this with max. I got to bet Cincinnati plus 13 and a half. It's too many points for a divisional rival. Uh, yeah, I like it. 13 and a half. Let's go bungles. And uh, I'm going to lean the over in this one. Next up, we've got Miami and Buffalo. Buffalo opened up minus four and a half. I don't even know what the fuck my bookie's doing. And it's four and a half at Pinnacle. Pick them at my bookie. Got to be a typo. And minus three at bet 365
0: it's one of the tougher games to bet on today because i don't know what buffalo's approach is going to be uh they could lock in the number two seed home field for a few rounds which is kind of important for buffalo they have they haven't had fans in their stands all season uh they have been approved to allow fans for the playoffs and so uh having some home games getting some revenue i think is going to be really important to ownership there so i kind of get the feeling that they're going to try to push for that two seed and push their starters out there today um go for the win and prevent the dolphins from making the playoffs or they could rest. They could do that too for Miami. They need a win or a loss from one of the other teams vying for the last playoff spot. And they're going to need to do it without Fitz magic. He's out with COVID. So it's Tua and that great defense that needs to get it done and lead the way today. Ultimately, I think Buffalo um, starts their best players. Uh, if they can get a big lead, maybe they rest them in the second half of the game. So it's, it's, it, it's uncertain, like how it's going to play out, but I do think Buffalo wins this one. I have them covering it. I have them winning thirty-one to twenty-two, but there's just too much uncertainty here. I'll lean the Bills here, and if the total is forty-four or forty-four and a half or something like that, I'll lean the over because I have this at fifty-three.
1: Yeah, I actually thought this was one of the more bettable games of the day. Uh, I, don't know, I don't like Tua. I don't like. The Dolphins offense. I do like their defense, but not against these Bills. These Bills are just humming along. They are clicking. They've shown that they might be the one true threat in the AFC to the Chiefs, who've been kind of really average the the last month or so. Um, I think Buffalo comes out and pours it on. If there's anything about benching players, it's only because this game is a blowout. They still have something to play for, so I think uh, the Bills do take care of business here. I'm going to bet the Bills, and I like the over. They've been and humming along, I think they get into the 30s again. Miami, you know, might get into 20s or low 20s, but uh, yeah, I like the over here.
5: I think the Bills do have a lot to play for. I think you want that number two spot, even if it uh doesn't get you a week off. Because if somehow Kansas City stumbles and they've been struggling a little bit of late, if Kansas City struggles, then you don't have to, you get to play at home to go to the Super Bowl. And also, if you're the number two, I think you it just makes them feel stronger about where they're at. So I think they're going to come out and they're going to play this game with all their starters. I think they're going to win the game, but Miami needs to win the game as well. So I'm going to just lean Buffalo in this spot and I'm also going to lean the over. I do think they both put up a little bit of points.
4: Yeah, same. I'm mirroring you, Rich and and Max. I, I'm leaning Buffalo here, and I'm gonna lean the over here. This is. But I'm actually kind of excited to see some of this game. Uh, this is. This is gonna be fun. All right, next up we got Chargers going to Kansas City. Uh, Chargers. We only have bet three sixty five to lean on minus three and a half with a total of forty four.
0: Uh, Another one, pretty inconsequential game today. Uh, Chiefs are locked into the one seed. They're going to rest almost all their starters. Chargers, they're bunched together in a pack of six and nine teams. So I think think the draft implications are kind of negligible here. Uh, The only storyline here is if Travis Kelsey plays, he won't. And gets 44 more yards than Stefan Diggs, he won't. Then he would be the first tight end ever to lead the league in receiving yards. He won't. Justin Herbert had a big game last time he played the Chiefs and I think he should have another big game today but I almost think like the Chargers should just not play him. Like what what's the point of getting a dumb injury in the final you know game of this uh, season that means nothing. I wouldn't even risk it. I would uh, you know what you have with Justin Herbert at this point in time. There's no reason to put him out a- and play. I, I if he gets a bad injury if if uh, if someone accidentally punctures his lungs you know where are they at then? I still have the Chiefs uh, backups winning this one. I still have them covering this one. <laughs> yeah. I can't bet it. So I'll lean the Chargers here. Chiefs 28, Chargers, uh, Chargers 22. Uh, so I'll also lean the over at 50.
1: Yeah, this is should, should be a JV unit versus a JV unit, but... Uh, if the Chargers put their starters out there for a little bit then obviously it's not but I, I'm going to say I completely disagree with what the Chiefs are doing this is an offense this is a team that has not been clicking all cylinders on either side of the ball um, and you already get that first round by taking two weeks off with your starters I, it's not historically has not panned out well for teams that have done this Peyton Manning can attribute to that multiple times um, so I'm, I'm not in favor what the chiefs are doing here Uh, with, with no Tyreek Hill, No, who the hell knows? Le'Veon Bell. I don't know who they're going to throw out there, Um, but it's not going to probably be any names that we've heard of. So uh, I'll lean the chargers, but I don't know how anybody can even bet this game. And I have no clue what the the freaking total I'll lean the under because I don't even know who's playing.
5: I think you're going to see Justin Herbert out there. I, I think that the chargers probably feel like they're building for next year. And Herbert, you know, wants to put a stamp on his rookie of the year campaign, which I think he's probably got locked up now. And I, I actually expect Keenan Allen to go out there and do something, fucker. <laughs> uh, I, so I, I think that um, Andy Reid's not going to run the ball no matter who's playing quarterback. So I, I don't know who to bet on the um on the on the on the on the total side, I mean on the uh, line side against the spread, but I do think both teams are going to go score some points. So I, I think this game is a is an overplay. I don't think defenses are really going to do that much on either side. So I, I'm going to bet the over here, and I'm going to lean um, Kansas City because uh, yeah, I'll lean Kansas City. Because I don't know what to expect on that side.
4: Yeah, I'm leaning Kansas City here as well. I just Even after I tried to scrub out all the numbers, it still looked like Kansas City could cover that three and a half. But I like the over, man. I've got this going way over, even with backups playing. So, man, bet the over. Do it. It's going to be some fireworks in Arrowhead to be renamed next season undoubtedly seattle san francisco next up seattle opened up minus four and a half and now they're minus seven with a total of 46 max
0: both teams defense looked really good lately i said that last week with the niners how i just it, despite the shitty season their defense is still fucking scary not seattle I, I, they've been playing as one of the best defenses <laughs> over the last month or so it's just crazy it's, it's dogs and cats living together. Their offense doesn't look good, and their <laughs> defense looks great now. It's a good way heading into the playoffs, I guess. Uh, Seattle has a minor, minor chance of getting the number one seed should both Green Bay and New Orleans lose. So Seahawks, I believe, will keep their starters in there, make try to make that uh, playoff first-round by. For San Francisco, nothing much to play for here. But the storyline here is if we have seen Jimmy Garoppolo for the last time in a 49ers uniform and i will say yes he's gonna have i think 21 million dollars due to him i think june 1st or something like that so uh, my prediction is that jimmy g will not play again for the 49ers Mm. this is a really unbettable game (laughs) there's not much for me more to say here Uh, i'll lean the 49ers here with the points got seattle winning this one 26 to 23 so that's what 49 so yeah i I will lean the over here as well yeah i i can't bet on this one i I don't know what seattle's gonna do i mean they they could start their starters pull them if they realize that they have no chance of getting the number one seed what's the point of trying to get injured there Uh, san francisco plays division opponents really really tough so maybe san francisco comes out and gets the win I, i i don't know but for now i'll just lean the niners and lean the over
1: Yeah, for betting purposes, this needs to be a game-time decision. The the one thing that they have going for them, um, the Seahawks, is that the other two games are 1 o'clock games. So they can wait and see if they have anything to play for if, by some miracle, the Packers and Saints both lose. Don't see it happening. Um, So I think they kind of are where they are. Uh, I don't think much of the 49ers uh, all season long. um, if, If this was a Week 10 game, I'm jumping all over the Seahawks, but with the, with the situation the way it is, they may very well have nothing to play for. 49ers really have nothing to play for. So, um, yeah, this is, a, this is kind of a non-bettable game. I, I'll lean Seattle, but I, I can't really bet on this game. And then both defense have been playing really well. So I like the under, but I mean, this is one of those you have no idea who's going to be on the field.
5: If uh, Jimmy G has played his last game a, a couple months back for San Francisco, is he going to end up back out there in uh, New England with Belichick? That's Probably. the other, Probably, that's the other yeah. rumor I'm hearing too. Yeah. So yeah, I, this game, I, I think San Francisco. I, I do. I don't think both Green Bay and New Orleans are going to lose. So odds are Seattle is not going to be playing for anything when the game starts. Pete Carroll doesn't strike me as the kind of guy, though, that's going to sit his players. Maybe in the second half, uh, he'll put some people down. But I would expect that you'll see Seattle play the first half and at least come out of the locker room and play uh, as they would out of halftime. I'm going to lean San Francisco here. They're kind of bipolar, though. One week they look good. The next week they get pounded by Dallas. (laughs) So I don't know. And then uh, as for the total, I think this game is likely to go under because if – If Russ is not cooking, their offense is struggling anyway. I don't even know who the backup is there. Is it Geno Smith or something? I don't know. (laughs) If it's Geno Smith, then this game is definitely going over and San Francisco under, and San Francisco is definitely winning. So I'm going to lean the under and I'm going to lean San Francisco. All right. There you go. Matt,
4: I don't know. I I don't think there's that many questions. I I don't think Seattle's going to be playing for much by the time this game starts. I'm going to bet the 49ers now plus seven. I think they can cover it.
0: I almost talked myself into betting the Niners after after all this stuff. I was just saying I was like, yeah, well, getting seven, seven.
4: Yeah, that just seems ridiculous. It really does. So, yeah, I want to I want a piece of San Francisco now because it's going to get if if things go the way we think they're going to go Sunday. It's not going to be seven by the time this game kicks off. I want that seven now. And uh, yeah, I'm going to lean the under in this one. Max, you want to change your bet?
0: No, I'll I'll stick with it. I'll stick with it. It's fine.
4: Next up, we got Clash of the Titans. Raiders-Broncos. Broncos Uh, Broncos opened up minus one. Now it's flipped. It's Raiders minus three. Raiders minus two and a half. Take your pick. And the total is 51.
0: On the surface, this game looks like it has little consequence whatsoever. Mostly because it has no consequence for the playoff (laughs) or the draft. But it is very important for the future of two quarterbacks. The quarterback starting quarterback of each of these teams because drew lock has a chance to show that he should be the quarterback moving forward in Denver and Marcus Mariota will make his case to take over in Vegas, or at least provide some demo real tape for another team to go and get him in the off season. Derek Hart is banged up. I think he is going to miss the game, which means uh, we could see him in a Raiders uniform for the last time. A lot of players we might not see on their teams anymore. With Mariota unleashed, I think Chucky's going to go just full-on batshit crazy this week. And sadly, I think it's going to work. And it's probably going to motivate him to go continue down this, this crazy path next season, too, of thinking that Marcus Mariota is going to be this superstar in this fucking league. So, yeah, I think the Raiders win this one. I got them winning 27-21. to 21. No fucking way I'm betting them, though. Oh. It's a lean on the oh. Raiders. It's a lean on the Raiders. And 27-21 equals 48, so it's a lean on the under as well.
1: What, no attempt to convince me that the Raiders are good? No,
0: none at all, man. Chucky's Chuck going to really go off the deep end this week. With, with just, He's going to pull every trick play out of the book and say, Marcus Mariota is going to do this and this and this, and it's going to work. They're going to mm-hmm. win the game, and it's just going to make him even worse and more insufferable next <laughs> season.
1: That's what pisses me off. Nine, Nine years in a row, they've lost week 17 to close out the season four times. It's been to the Broncos. Um, this, the Broncos, man. I, I, maybe they're just playing just to beat the Raiders. I don't know. I, if the Raiders have anything to play for, it's just to not have a losing season, right? They win this game. They're at 8-8. Eight and eight. I wish we were playing for Chucky's job, but that stupid-ass contract um, has him locked in for like another half a decade. I do hate Chuckie. hate him so much. Um, the Raiders got more talent uh, sans their defense, but um, yeah, I, I think they probably will throw caution to the wind. There'll probably be some trick plays. Probably watch Mariota do some Oregon Duck option shit or something. Who knows? But um, yeah, I, I think the Raiders do win and their defense sucks bad enough. You had both these teams in the 20s. It's like, are you not watching these Raiders? They'll let Denver score 30 accidentally. Um, yeah, this the game will probably go over. So I'll lean the Raiders and the older.
5: I think that um, I, I, I'm not so down on Chucky. Yeah, I think this team is headed in the right direction. They get the right quarterback play. They got a lot of talent on the wide receiver. They got a good running back. And they just need to build a little bit on the defensive side of the ball. And, and I expect that you'll see them do that, address that in the draft and through free agency. So I'm not so down on Chucky and the Raiders. I think they're going to be a much improved team going forward. The uh Mariota, I'm not so down on him either. I do expect that this is gonna be a close game because the home team has won nine straight uh so I'm gonna lean Denver plus the points here. And I'm going to lean the over because I do think, like Panther said, that you can stumble into 20 some odd points against the the Raiders defense. And I expect Drew Locke to make at least one or two mistakes that will give the Raiders some points. So lean Denver, lean the over. Gotcha. It's tough.
4: I really want to bet the Raiders here. Yeah, fuck it. I'll do it. I'll bet the Raiders. Give me a home or a road favorite in a divisional game. (laughs) Why not? Fuck it. It's going to be wild. I'm so excited to see what the Raiders offense looks like with Mariota. I'm just, I'm drooling over it. I'm going to lean the under in this one, though. Temper the expectations there. Temper them a little. And uh, yeah, I don't think that Chucky's the problem in, in Las Vegas. So, yeah, I mean, get rid of him, please. I, <laughs> that's fine by me. All right, last game, Arizona and the Rams. Arizona open up minus three. They are minus three. And the total in this one is 40 and a half.
0: Am I bummed that Jared Goff is going to miss this game? Not really. Nope. Not at all. (laughs) Listen, I, I get that he's got the pedigree. I get that he's put up some good numbers with McVay as his head coach. But I honestly liked watching John Wolford play in the AAF. Uh, if you download and listen to every single episode, you would remember that we covered the AAF, and I got to know a lot of those players uh, by watching those games on uh, my computer. And so I, I, I'm hopeful that he can slide right into the QB role this week, and, and the Rams offense might even get a little bit of a spark there. Am I afraid of this game? Yeah, of course I'm afraid of this game. The Rams' defense, as great as it is, and and you know they've made the the Cardinals' life uh, hell in recent years. And yes, Kyler Murray's injured, and he's not going to be able to run the ball. But I just don't feel good about this Rams team right now. They are dealing with a ton of injuries. Uh, their running game is currently an absolute mess as a result of that. Uh, Cooper Cup's out. He's got he's got the vid. Uh, even their defense michael brockers leonard floyd Mike, uh micah kaiser they're all out this week as well and uh, you know the rams this is this is pretty much they need to win this they need to win this game if they lose this one and the bears end up winning then the rams are once again a nine and seven team <laughs> not making the playoffs and just ridiculous uh but the cowboys will be you know a seven win team and they'll they'll make the playoffs I'm going to lean Arizona. I think I, I think I do think Arizona wins this one. I, in fact, I think they cover. I have them winning 25 to 20 for a total of 45 points. So I guess I'll lean that over. But man, four, 40 and a half we said was the total. <laughs> My God, they don't think much of these two teams. We're John Walford, um, but yeah, I, I'll I will lean the Cardinals and lean the over here.
1: Yeah, I think the forty and a half is they're not they're not thinking much about the Rams offense, and they're giving a lot of the Rams defense a lot of credibility. The Rams defense, for the most part, has been good all season long. They've had a few lapses, but look, this offense is going to give that defense so many fits because I don't think they're going to stay on the field. I don't think they're going to move the ball. You've got you know Cam Akers is out, Goff is out, Cooper Cup is out. Uh, it's just too many important pieces missing for this Rams offense that already had a ceiling of about 24 points a game. Anyway, uh, I know they got the better of the Cardinals the the first time they met. I think things are reversed this time. It just does not look like the Rams have all the weapons they need to win this game. So I didn't bet a lot today, but I'm going to bet this one. I'm going to bet the Cardinals, And I think this this game does go over. I think the Cardinals will get theirs. And the Cardinals' defense sucks bad enough that even with a backup quarterback, the Rams will still be able to score. So, I I, actually, I'll bet over this total. I don't bet a lot of totals, but I like the over on this one.
5: The... The Rams have really kind of struggled. They've lost three of their last five and to San Francisco. That that loss to the Jets is going to haunt them forever. And McVay not taking that game-tying field goal shows you the type of genius that he really is. He's a 9-7 and seven genius. <laughs> but the last time these two teams played, I said the Rams always beat the Cardinals. The Rams always do beat the Cardinals. I think the Rams will beat the Cardinals again, even with the backup quarterback. The emphasis will be on the defense, but that Arizona offense has really struggled. They can't run. DeAndre Hopkins will be neutralized by Jalen Ramsey. I expect the Rams defense to carry this team and win this game. So I'm going to lean the Rams, and I'm also going to lean the over. All right. Gotcha. And over lean. All right.
4: Man, 40 and a half. You assume it's going to go over. But I'm not so sure. I'm gonna lean the under in this one, and I'm gonna lean the Rams. I think they can keep it close. <laughs> I'm hoping Max's AAF knowledge comes, you know, comes comes through.
0: Hey, listen, the, the, the Rams have had you know uh, a, a, a grocery stock boy come in and, and right. win them the Super Bowl. So I mean, I like I honestly hope that Walford just comes and and you know they can cut Jared Goff. I'm not even fucking Joe. You know, seriously, I'm done with Goff. Is this, is this
1: another quarterback that's going to go to new england just wanted to go no, wait, wait, we're sending everybody to that doesn't
0: be, deserve to be in the league
5: oh that's not true
0: it is true. true it's that's absolutely true. true it's absolutely true
5: i think you got to be careful for what you wish you got a guy who got you to the super bowl before and it's not to say he can't do it again he can't do it but anymore. i think you're looking at eli manning is what i think you're looking at god and, no you no know, yeah not even close
0: not even close to eli manning no way
5: he's a he's a he's a Carson Wentz minus as many turnovers Nah, I I just think that he's uh, they got to let him cook man I don't think they put any trust in him and just let him play let the kid play
0: every time he cooks he throws the ball to the other team like I've like in recent weeks if you look at the footage of him just throwing the ball to the other team that's him cooking he cooks bad meals he's not
5: (laughs) he's not you on Thanksgiving (laughs) that's that's true
4: All right. That was a good one. Every single game, every single spread, every single total in a lot of inconsequential games. But Max, that's it for the regular season in the NFL.
0: Ah, bittersweet. That is it. Support Degeneracy by a t shirts. Head over to absolutedegeneracy.com. Go to the Degen shop. Make sure to download the Degen's app for Android, iOS. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks, no matter where you are listening to us at. Thank you so much. But please, we ask you to give us the highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every
5: single episode. Richie, Rich, your final words. Yes. And on all those episodes, please tell your friends about them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. However it is you communicate because friends don't let friends bet the fast flying NFL season without absolute degeneracy. Panther, you're up. Take us home.
1: Uh, it's been fun. We're second day into the new year. And, uh, I'm losing basketball bets, losing football bets, losing a baccarat. It's like, it's like today's December 33rd or something of 2020. Uh, but you guys know the deal. We're just hanging out on the app, hanging out on the uh, website, shooting the shit in the social degeneracy. Let us know what you guys did yesterday, what you're going to do today in basketball, tomorrow in football, and when it's all said and done, kids. Do better than me and make some money, fools.
3: Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its content.
2: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McKrispie Sandwich.